Hello. Hi. Hi there, Kristen. How are you? <laughs> I'm great. How are you doing? I am excellent. Thank you so much for your patience and working with me here. Oh, of course. I know how these things go. <laughs> but I want to thank you for joining me on Indigo Sessions podcast. And again, thank you so much for your time. I mean, you just, um, you're a, a person with just so much, a well, you're like a wealth of information. So I'm uh, very oh. privileged to have you joining me today. So thank you. I appreciate with that, you saying I that. Have, yeah. how, do you, how do you say your last name? Zuzak. Yeah, like Zoo and Zach, Zuzak. Uh, what is that? <laughs> it is Slovenian. Slovenian. Um, nice. It's it's actually yeah it, it, in uh, Slovenian it's like uh, Chucek Chucek, <laughs> but I'm not going to ask that five Americans to say yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you no, say, it's bless you, bless it's you. It's a beautiful name. Yeah, no, it's a beautiful name. Thank you. I, I love my I love this name. Yeah, I totally love it. So you know, it's it's interesting because I'm I was as I was thinking about you know our conversation in my head, it's just um, when I first uh, met you, if you will, uh, on online there through mm -hmm. Facebook there, yeah, you've like you've grown so much since then. It's it's it, uh, it's kind of a uh, it's wild. It's almost like there's like. Two <laughs> right. You know, but your journey is just amazing, and where you are now, I, I'm just I'm grateful to be able to catch up with you at this point because it just seems like like just you're blowing up. I, I don't know yeah. if that's the right word for it, but it just seems like things are really going really well and in, in your favor, and I'm very happy for you for that. But well, thank uh, you. Before I go, before I go on, let's uh, let's go ahead and uh, get into some of the conversation here. You're uh, you're uh, one of the one of the hats that you wear. One of the many hats that you wear is you're a conscious mm -hmm. uh, parenting coach. Is that correct? Or yes. how do you how would you say it? Yes. Perfect. Conscious parenting coach. Yes. Now, can you can you uh, describe that or go into a little more detail about what you do and like uh, what uh, what the goal is inside of a situation like that or somebody that uh, would seek you out? Yeah, definitely. Um, well, I think that most of us, myself included, you know, were raised in an environment where there wasn't a lot of consciousness, like, you know, things were just said to us and we were we sort of got ingrained into us like that were, you know, we're not enough or we're a bad child. And that was not the intention of our parents at all. Yes. I'm certain they loved us dearly. But just because the way things were and the consciousness wasn't there, that we had these things ingrained in us that we're, we all grapple with, right? We're wrestling with, we're trying to get rid of, we like spend a lifetime trying to get rid of them. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and, absolutely. Yeah. And it was all kind of sort of, you know, narrowed down to discipline. Like that's what they thought discipline was supposed to look like. But we know so much more nowadays. We know so much more spiritually. We know so much more neurologically. We know so much more related to attachment. And that parents are craving a different way. And unless we like walk into that and we, we educate ourselves and we start to embody something different, we don't really know how to do that other way because we're, it's so ingrained in us. We're, it's so imprinted in us, this past way that we were raised, right? Yeah. So that's, that's really what, you know, my, when I first became a conscious parenting coach or when I was thinking about it, I did it because I felt like this is something that can change generations of people. Oh yeah, because, absolutely. Right. It changes us as the parent and then it changes our children and our children's children. 
and um, and that we can just have so much more impact each other. The importance of doing our own work to be able to support healthy development and healthy brains and healthy relationships and and so forth. Now, how old were your children as you as you got involved in this? Yeah, and so this is a great question because I I got involved with this because I was struggling as a parent. Uh, my kids had experienced some significant trauma. I had, had experienced some significant trauma. I had just left my husband at the time and was really reeling. Like, and I didn't know how I put my kids in multiple therapies. I was in therapy and things were not moving in a direction that was really helpful. And so, yeah. And I just kept asking, like, please put in my path, what will help us? And, um, and so there were many things that came in our path, but one was this parenting program that is trauma informed and it's beautiful and it's amazing. And it's, uh, it just really helped me to stretch and grow and, uh, really see how, you know, just the day-to-day interactions, how I could shift who I am and how I show up and my ability to be present and how I could also like offload my own tensions and stresses and strains so that I can come to my children like clean and clear and show them the love that I feel for them and deliver that to them in a way that they can feel themselves too. So it was, it was really through my own struggle (laughs) that I came to this. No, that's amazing too, because that, that's, that's a big part of the equation that I, that, that uh, we tend to miss, you know, that people, people could use that coaching, you know, to see, seeing that, that, yeah. Yeah. Behavior being modeled, you know, by another adult. Yeah. And I, I will tell you that when I, I joined the, I did like a course and then I'm like, oh my gosh, I love this. I want to teach this. And then it's a, it's a year long course to get um, certified. And it was so foreign to me that I spent, like I would watch the videos that we had access to over and over again. And I actually transcribed so many videos. I ended up, um, you know, sell, they, they actually paid me eventually. Like I didn't transcribe it to give it to this organization. It's called hand in hand parenting. But yes. when they saw what I had done, they're like, oh my God, can we have this and we'll pay you? Cause they couldn't believe it. Cause I, I literally every night would sit there for hours and like type things and listen again and again, because I, I, it was so foreign to me I grew up in an environment where intimidation and power was how, how the children being me and my brother and sister, like how we would comply to what was required of us or asked of us. And so I, I didn't know how to do something different than that. Uh, were you from a big family yourself? I had three, well, there were three of us, so it wasn't a big family, but it wasn't small either. And, um, and so, yeah, I really did need to have this modeled to me over and over and over again. And then I'd practice and like, oh, I still can't quite do it. <laughs> and I'd have it modeled again and I'd work on like what's in my way of being able to like set a warm limit. Like that's, that was a profound concept to me that you don't actually have to yell when you set a limit, you can actually set a warm limit. 
And, um, and to actually see someone do that over and over and over again and work on the stuff that got in my way because it was so different. It took quite a bit of time, truthfully. It just was a lot of practice. How, how long have you been working with it with your children? So my, so my kids were like, let me think, five and eight, I think. So they weren't like, you know, super, super young, um, which is one of my, I mean, I don't really have regrets in life, but it would have been amazing to, to uh, have it from infancy. Because I, people I know who started with a younger child in infancy and then their older kids didn't have this particular paradigm, um, yeah. they, they can tell it. They can see a difference for sure. Um, so, so, yeah. So I've had – now my kids are 18 and uh, 15. So we've, we've had a good bit and it's, like it's, re, it's remarkable of um, – so much more than like a parenting I'm putting quote air quotes here but like a parenting paradigm in terms of like understanding the human connection and human interaction and our ability to heal each other um when we're connected is um been one of the most profound concepts I've ever not only like I mean I I learned it really through experience and seeing this happen um, between myself and my children, but also among other adults who connect in a way that um, allows trauma to be healed, just so powerful. Yeah, would, and now are, are your kids were your kids homeschooled as well along the way? No, my no, my kids um, were they went to a school they they were in a wall or have been in a Waldorf school their whole life. I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Waldorf, but I'm yeah. a big big fan of Waldorf. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. Yeah. So now <clears throat> with the, um, the conscious parenting coaching that you do, is that like an online service or do you do that? Do you meet with people like face to face or is it both? Yeah, I do both. Um, I, I prefer online and, and my, I have clients all over the world. So the vast majority right. of my clients it's, it's online. Um, but I do have some clients sometimes who, um, where I live in, in Denver, they're like, oh, you're local. Can we please meet? And they'd rather have some face-to-face. And I understand that. Um, but yeah, it's typically like on Zoom so that they can, you know, again, like I can do modeling for them of yeah. what things can look like. Because I, you know, I sometimes I, sometimes we as human beings think we're crazy or think a certain way but I know I've yeah. learned enough to know that like I'm not the only person who couldn't get this very easily <laughs> who needs a lot of like coaching and support and showing this is what it looks like this is what it sounds like so um, I, I, I recognize that video conferencing calls are really really important for sure now do you um <clears throat> Do you take are you do you take new people like currently or is it this is something that you kind of like you're at a not a standstill but you kind of maintain just what you have right now? So I noticed because I noticed you also release a lot of content on your Facebook uh, your Facebook feed there just little mm -hmm. kind of fifteen minute twenty minute pieces and stuff like that. Yeah, 
Yeah, well, I'm I'm so passionate about this piece because, like, just like I said before, it's it can change generations of people, and I I also know how much families are struggling right now with COVID and the last you know year and a half and everything that's happened and the stresses that has put families and um and children under, and I I just have a passion of supporting people. Um, and, and I also, I also like to share some of the things that I learn as a parent and my own lessons. And cause I, you know, I'm kidding. My kids are giving me constant reminders and they're my teachers. And, <laughs> yeah. and when I, when I come up against new things, it's like, oh, wow. Yeah. This is, I think it's a really good lesson to learn. So, um, but, but I, yeah, right now it's a good question. So I, um, I have a pretty full load in terms of, I have other businesses too. So I don't a lot of new clients, but, um, but I'm also, you know, I'm sometimes I feel called to take on someone, you know, a new client, if they're really passionate about supporting family, I want, I know the feeling of not being able to find the help that was, that was truly helpful to our family. And I really don't want anyone to be in that situation. Like it's a, it's an awful feeling when, you know, your whole family has been traumatized and there's nothing, it feels hopeless and helpless. And that's really not the case. Um, And I've worked with pretty extreme, extreme situations, a lot of um, adoption cases and stuff like that as well that I've, that I've worked with. Yeah. The heavier stuff too, huh? Yes, a lot of a lot of heavy stuff, actually. Yeah. So, now, is there is there anything like a common thread that you see going on right now with with a lot of people, or is is every kind of scenario or situation different? I mean, yeah, I think I think there's uniqueness to everything, but a common thread. I mean, it just I would say anxiety you know, generalized anxiety among people. And there's a, there's a certain sense of like a loss. in some ways a loss. I'm not even sure how to, how to articulate this, but, um, you know, I, I was taught, I was working with a, a dad yesterday and, and talking about that her, that his daughter hasn't had particular opportunities to develop in a sort of the the way that we have for for centuries and you know the whole existence of humanity because Mm -hmm. we got shut and and then things just didn't you know we don't have the 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 network the fabric within our society you know schools were shut down as well and plus we don't have that the fabric in our society to support healthy development and we don't we didn't have that before COVID either truthfully we don't yeah. have like a really idealized fabric to support healthy development, but um, but it got it's gotten worse right since COVID and um, and so just yeah I, I would say that piece of anxiety among so so many people um, and parents not really knowing what to do. Uh, and that's one reason why I like to talk on my page too is because. it's, it's, there's actually a lot that we can do. And I know that a lot of parents feel helpless too, but there really is a lot that we can do. And it really is not, they're not hard things even, you know, like, um, 
Well, I would say, say they're simple, but they're not always easy. <laughs> so just things like listening, right? Like listening to our children um, so that they can feel safe. So that anxiety kind of goes back to a, a sense a, a sense of a lack of safety. And I'm, I'm not, go ahead. Well, I, 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 I don't know if that was an opportune time to jump in, but no, I wanted to hang out there too at that, at that oh, one okay. about, about listening. But I mean, if you've got, I mean, if you're not. Well, I just want to, yeah, I'll go back to listening, but I just want to add that like, you know, our basic human and our human body need is safety. Um, and some people can call it connection. It might be called love in some cases even. But it's, oh, yeah. it's the body's ability, like the body shuts down if it's not feeling this, you know, this sense of safety. And, um, and so the common thread I see is, is less and less safety. And that comes out in a whole different variety of behaviors. Like one person will have one behavior and another person will have a different behavior. One person might withdraw, yeah. another yeah. person might become more aggressive. Um, yeah. and so, and another person might become more needy. So the behaviors are all different, but it's that sense of safety, right? Like the, the, um, the contention. The same, same yeah, area it, there, huh? exactly. And, um, and there is a lot. So I go back to like, there's a lot that we can do to help provide this basic core sense of safety and connection so that the body can relax enough to like feel at home. Uh, and listening is one, probably my favorite tool for that is, um, yeah, it's just being, you know, when we're present, when we're truly, truly present and we can truly, yeah. truly listen, even if we don't like what we hear or worse, it, it scares us <laughs> what we hear, right? Sometimes yeah. we might get scared yeah. by what we hear. Yeah, absolutely. We, Absolutely. We can still, we can, with practice, we can actually learn to sit at with the other person that we're listening to with our child. Let's just say it's our child, right? That we're listening to um, and hold that space for them, right? Yes. And it really, uh, like, I, I do believe that we can all develop that skill to hold that kind of space for our, for our children. And it's, it's, it's the most powerful thing we can do because again, it's like, it's like coming home to ourselves. Right. And if yeah. we're, if we're, if we're never feeling safe, it affects our nervous system in a, in a massive way. And it affects our brain and our body. And we feel discombobulated and dysregulated and uh, we feel off and we don't feel at home and we don't know where to go and we can't problem solve very well. And it's just really a hard, hard place to, to be. Yes, no, that's absolutely right. <clears throat> wow, no, that's huge. That is big. That makes a lot of sense, too. Yeah, and so um, I, like the the training, and I've done, um, like the core training that I've done is with hand-in-hand -hand parenting, and all of their tools are called listening tools. But mm. I've also done a ton of reading, and um, I love neuroscience. I love developmental psychology. So I've also done a lot of other I bring in a lot of other paradigms as well, but that piece about listening is actually quite unique to hand in hand. It kind of gets lost in um, developmental circles and, <laughs> and yeah. in a lot of places, oddly enough, like um, many um, 
professionals actually don't even recognize the power of listening. And I've um, so much through not only through education, but through my own experiences, you know, have seen this and through with the parents I work with, I see it all the time. And how, you know, when we have the Especially for, from a child's perspective, in fact, research shows that it's the superpower, um, it's the super protective power is the, the, the child's sense of their relationship with a caring adult. And when they have that, they, um, they just, they do better in school, they do better in life, they just do better in general. Yeah. And and it's that piece around it's the child's perspective because we don't always get it right. And I, I also say that from experience with my own kids. Like, I think everything's okay. And then I'm like, <laughs> oh, wow, look at that behavior. Like, maybe they are not <laughs> feeling as safe as I thought they did were. <laughs> yes. So their behavior um, is just really their way of communicating to us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that part is, you know, just understanding. And it's one of my favorite things to do is to like interpret for parents what their child is telling them through their behavior. And it's, it's something I feel just actually quite gifted in is to say, well, this is what your child is saying to you. And when they hear it in that way, they're like, it usually takes their breath away because they were typically looking at the behavior of, yeah. What's you know what's wrong with my child? Why are they hitting yeah. their brother? Why are they throwing toys around or why can't they sit at their desk? And when I shift that and say, well your child's actually really scared and mm. let's let's figure out what they're afraid of and that's what's causing them to be aggressive for example and and then we can figure out like you know, yeah, I was working with a client today and it's like Yes, your daughter becomes dysregulated every time you look at your her her twin brother, one of her brothers because she was um, they there was a girl and then there was two boys born eighteen months afterwards and so the older wow. daughter all of a sudden one day had less attention yeah right and so she she oh, wow. she has this sort of dislike and constant irritation towards her brothers. Yeah. And so we could, so the mom looks at it as, you know, why is she irritating them all the time? She's such a pain. She's a prop, you know, she's a problem kid, blah, blah, blah. It's like, when you look at, she never healed that hurt of losing her mother's attention and felt abandoned. Then the mother can look at things completely different and start to shift how she interacts with her daughter including setting limits. Yeah. And so it's a massive, it's just a different lens to look at the whole world through. Oh, definitely. That's going, that's going deep too. I mean, beyond, yeah. beyond the surface, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Do you, do you find yourself working or people needing to be uh, coached? Uh, not, I wouldn't say long-term, but like it, it, that it takes people a while to get that, to kind of wrap their head around a different paradigm. Because it's so um, deeply rooted inside of them, as you know, as we talked about earlier, you know, it's the way we were brought right, up. Right, right, yeah. Or is it people that just have that hope? Their hope is up there at yeah. a level where they're willing to like change and like do whatever they can just to see it through as quickly. Yeah, as possible. and and usually 
so it's a, it's a variety of different people. Sometimes too, like one spouse is, is <laughs> dragging the, the other spouse to the session. <laughs> so, so that too, yeah. the, the couple is each at a different place, but I mean, most of the time <laughs> it's, it's, it's parents who want a sort of quote unquote gentle way of parenting Yeah, just because they know they want something different. No, actually means and it's, and they, they, they know that being too permissive isn't the best idea either, and they, but they just don't know how to do it or implement it. Um, yeah. that's, that's quite common. Um, and I, I do, you know, usually there's, um, there's lots of different ways, but one way is like a lot of times parents come to me in crisis too. They're like, this is so overwhelming. My kid's about to get ready to get kicked out of school. Um, you know, dad and I aren't getting along because of all the stress and I don't know what to do. And like they, so they oh, come wow. in crisis and, and so it's like, okay, let's stabilize things and then let's start working on, on tools that are going to support, uh, calming down area. the whole family. This is your area here, huh? Totally. Yeah, totally. I, oh, I actually, wow. I, love, okay. I love that kind of work. And I've, I've also, yeah. I, I have a master's in social work as well. Okay. Uh, I studied a lot about trauma. Yes. And, um, and I love, I love that kind of work. So, um, so yeah, it's, yeah. it's a matter of, Beautiful. um, supporting the relationships to become, to shift in a, in a big, big way. Yes. And so some people like in a scenario like that, um, I might work for, I don't know, three to six months every week. It depends on their availability, their desire, where they want to see things go, all that kind of stuff. And then, and then we start to wean off perhaps. And then, um, and then for some people, they might stay in touch, you know, once a month, they might do a session or once every two to three months, maybe. And then other people are like, I feel like I've got this. And then if something comes up, we'll do another, you know, four or five sessions for, for example, to help yeah. kind of if, cause, because as our children develop, um, are, you know, we do tend to get triggered at this, um, at the age that our children are. So from, from the age of, of I didn't say that very well. <laughs> so if our children are like, if we have a child who's 11, our triggers from being 11 get triggered. Um, and so our whole childhood gets this opportunity to heal and integrate throughout the lifespan of our children. It's oh, like, it's this okay. beautiful, <laughs> amazing design, right? That, yeah heal as we you know carry our children through into adulthood and um and so the, what happens then is you know i might not hear from someone for a year or two and they're like i don't even know who my child is please help me i have no idea what to do the things i used to do don't work anymore <laughs> so um yeah. so then we'll have another bunch of sessions and then until they're feel they feel confident and then and then uh, yeah another break or whatever. So there's lots of different ways to work. I, I, and I do have like a support group that I run that's been going on for probably eight, eight years, maybe. Um, yeah. And that's with some parents who just like parenting is undervalued and under supported in our culture. Yes. And so, and some of us have come to parenting, you know, like myself included, like with very 
skills and um, an understanding of what's a healthy way to interact with our children. And so mm-hmm. they recognize that getting support on a regular basis is a healthy thing to do. So, which I think truthfully all parents should have access to. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Right, right. We get, yeah, we get triggered. Uh, we get tired. We get overwhelmed. We don't know what to do in every situation. Uh, and so in our, on our call every week, we, um, people get to either get listening time, which is a way for a parent to actually offload their own tension, or they get to ask a question basically that I can give them some, some support on. So, so that way, yeah, just depending on where they're at. And so the people who are in that group, they kind of use it as, you know, just kind of a touchstone to help them in their parenting journey. Yes. Yeah. And with the conscious, the conscious parenting model, to me, it, it looks like just a, a really genuine way to, to connect and develop a, an actual relationship with your child from the time that they're growing up and the time that you're growing as a parent, you know, yeah. through the years and just continue that. At, yeah. at a kind of more organic cultivation, not just that you've learned this and now you're ready to go free type of thing, yeah. but something that's much deeper than that. Yes. And, and I think the work that you do is amazing too, because I mean, we're looking at a different day and age now. Yes. Um, I don't know uh, where with other things and spirituality, but I mean, we're, we're like into the, uh, the age of Aquarius now, and there's just a, like a different mindset that's going to be taking over yeah. very soon. You know, yeah. just a shift in people's paradigms and perspectives and the way they view things and the way they value things and, and like what has value and what, what's raising to the surface to meet that or to get that value. But like the kids today, they're, they're not responding the same way that, that, you know, we did when we were younger, which is not at all. Amazing. I, I love it. It's kind of like wild because it's like, holy smokes, what am I going to do here? You know, because it's like. Yeah. You know, darn well, you can't pull something out of the attic that, you know, you got from your grandparents or something. It's just not going to work. They're, they're going to question everything. Yeah. You know, yeah. I've got an eight-year-old nephew that just, he's like that. He's sharp as a tack and just wants to know. Yeah. And then it's, the more you, and the more I talk with him, the more he just, he's recording all of it. So like, he just, and then anytime we have a conversation, he just like, kind of like, he'll give me stuff that I say, that I've said to him, you know, and I'm like, oh my God, this is crazy. Yeah. But it's yeah, yeah, beautiful, yeah. though, because I understand the, the, the depth in that and, and, the, and the value that's inside of that. Yes. And my yeah, father and... actually got to see that. And he was actually kind of impressed because he's from the old school where it's just like, you know, he said it, you do it, shut up type of thing, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I mean, that's that's kind of what we're looking at as far as like, you know, just raising a new generation of, of beings, of people, like like changing the, the world, if you will. It's like it's being done like this at this at this level here, you yeah, know, people yeah. like you just add so much value to the table. But- yeah. When, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And I've had many people say to me after like they take like a six week class or something from me, they'll be like, Oh my God, this is going to change the world. Like, yeah. It, it really does. When you put connection at the forefront, like you talked about that connection piece, so powerful. Um, when you put that at the forefront for forefront, we, we really do change as humans, but we change how we think we change the lens through which we look at the world through our sense of empathy and compassion. Like it all changes and it's, it's just, it's magical truthfully. And our kids, I mean, I, I totally relate to what you're saying because my kids do not let me get away with crap. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, ever since they were young, it's like, 
you're talking too sternly to us. <laughs> oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> I'd be like, oh, gosh. <laughs> they learn the terminology and the application and they're ready to play now. So, um, yeah, and I, I like they are. They are so bright. They're so, so bright. I think that's it. If we can take advantage of that and really feed them with better with better stuff, then we can just grow, you know, as a culture, yep. which is yes. beautiful. Yes, yes. The total <laughs> You've got your hand in a lot of things too. Is there any particular topic that you like talking about or any, any particular area you like delving in these days? Or is it still just <laughs> kind of everything? Oh wow. I mean, there's so many things. Um I yeah, I mean I love um, the divine feminine and female empowerment is a topic I'm passionate about. Um, I love healing. Like there's all kinds of modalities that I've used for healing as well. Um, nature is always a core piece of my life that I love to talk about and share as well. Um, let me think what else. I mean, yeah, I mean, a conscious online business of, of what I do and who I am. Yeah. Um, neurofeedback is a, is a, is a big piece of, um, a, a, an amazing way to heal as well. So now with, uh, your, with your online yeah. business, are you, you're, would you consider yourself like a, an online coach? So I consider myself an online entrepreneur. Okay. Entrepreneur. Okay. Yeah. And, um, and part of a, a bigger community. And so I can coach, but if like, I can do it for, but at the same time, like if somebody like were to join my team, for example, and one of is really serious about starting an online business, then coaching is actually part of it. So that a person would get that for free, for example. Very nice. Yeah. And, and that's something that you're still engaged in currently, correct? Yeah. And I, I'm very passionate about, uh, you know, a, a different economic model where everyone benefits and mm -hmm. everyone expands in that process and, and a model that is good for the planet and good for the people um, and good for us individually as well. And so, yeah, it's uh, the, the piece for me is um, fascinating. And I love to see that that the economy can, done, can be done in a different way, right? Like where we can all benefit. And that's just that that also is just a different paradigm. You know, we're we're so used to people at the top benefiting and then, you know, you've got the hard workers at the at the bottom of the rung, so to speak. And yeah. um and yeah, and so there just really is a very, very different way of doing of doing business. Now are you uh, are you at the height of that right now, or maybe not height, but are you somewhere in that area right now to where you're able to look around you and kind of just be uh, overwhelmed by the paradigm shift that's going on? Yeah, absolutely. I've, I've been doing this for two years now. And, um, and yes, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely, especially I had, some, I went to Costa Rica for nine weeks and I, yeah. I had some major massive changes and, and it, you know, part, part of it too, is just even being at the beach, like this incredible beauty. Like one of the things I love about Costa Rica is the vibrancy of life and colors and energy. It's, it's, I've never been in a place like that before. 
and you can just you can feel it and taste it and you know almost hold it it's so palpable the that level of energy yeah. and at the same time you I, you i would you know walk on the beach and see piles of plastic bottles or litter and just like the the reality of what humanity is doing to the planet yeah is everywhere right and yeah. that contrast was just so incredible both you know in the same space and so i'm it's just one thing i'm really passionate about is you know and i like i'm, I'm actually still wrestling with this because i'm surprised at the number of people who still consume water bottles and purchase water in plastic bottles yeah. um and set and saddened by that as well and just trying to figure out you know i'm at this point of trying to figure out well, how, how do i really impact this in a bigger way because it's like a growing business still too yeah That's oh gosh way. exactly exactly and um and i just think it's so important for us to yeah and like even though there were you know, people could volunteer and there were crews of people almost every day picking up stuff it wasn't oh, wow. enough you know, yeah. like the, there, there's just not enough people to be able to clean up all the garbage that's on the the shoreline. Um, and it's just, coming you from, know, I, I, go ahead. No, I was going to, I was going to ask if that, that's kind of like, it's coming from, from like uh, different areas uh, as far as the, uh, the, the waste is concerned. Is that, would you say that's fair or is it? Yeah, I just, think that's my understanding that it can come from all different places. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be just the, the natives there. It'd be like tourists as well. Just a combination of just people gathering and just not being aware and just not being conscious. Well, or coming from Japan or, you know, like because currents move throughout the entire ocean system. And my yeah. experience with, with Ticos, with Costa Rican people, is they're incredibly proud of their nature and they're, they're super protective. It's one of the reasons why people go to Costa Rica is because they do protect it, which is highly unusual, actually, you know, in, you there. It, I, just, I, yeah, I, I did have a, I do have a friend there. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, I, and a part of it too was like, it was an easy place to travel to at the time. It, okay. You know, accessible uh, with COVID and so forth. Yeah, that was all it. But I, yeah, and I, I, I decided actually quite spontaneously to to do it, and oh, um, nice. but it was more so just this kind of calling, and and I felt this desire in me, like I, I think I need to go to Costa Rica. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. So <laughs> wonderful, and, you were able to fulfill that. Yeah, it was and just like kind of going back to this online business too. Like one of the. One of the major pieces of this that I love is that in, in like a conscious business model, there, it, there's total equality. Like there's no, anyone can be as successful as anyone else. Yes. And there's complete equality and it doesn't matter what color you are. It doesn't matter how you speak. It doesn't matter. Like none of that really matters. What matters is that you are passionate about something you believe in something you 
you take a stand on something and that you share that with the world. Like that's really a big, big piece of, of this conscious online model that I'm part of. And I just, I just love that because we're all, you know, we all just have an equal foot in what, in the success that we create or what we create for ourselves. And sometimes success looks different for one person than it does for another. It's not always about money by any means. Yeah. So that piece is important too. And you said you've been doing that for two years now? Two years, yes. Very nice. And what what else have you got going on? So, uh, well, I have another, uh, my foot in another business about neurofeedback. (laughs) Very nice. And that, that really came about because of a couple of things. One is, is, well, my studies of trauma and I have a, I met a woman about five years ago who was doing neurofeedback and she became one of my best friends and I, she just graciously let me use her neurofeedback system like over and over and over again. And I saw massive changes and it helped my son as well. And my, my daughter as well. And so, uh, and after I learned these online skills, I just, I just, we were talking one time and decided, Hey, what if we could offer this to more people? And, uh, we, we, uh, online. And so we, we actually started a called neurofeedback and brain health for families experiencing autism or ADHD. I forget which comes first autism or ADHD. Yeah. <clears throat> and, uh, and like education and support and lots of other information about brain health in that group. And so, and then also lots of information about neurofeedback because there is a neurofeedback is getting to be known more and more. And it is actually a, a level one treatment for pediatric ADHD and that's recognized by the American Academy of Pediatrics. And so, and we've just seen incredible stories of people really shifting a lot of amazing things with their, with, by using neurofeedback. Now, how long do the sessions usually run? Like 30, 30 minutes? 15 minutes? 33 minutes is the session. You need to hook someone up with sensors. Like there's two sensors on your head, and then there's three that go on your ears, two on one ear and one on the other ear. Uh, and that's it's pretty easy and simple. And then you're just listening to some auditory input during a session, and it's very relaxing. I oftentimes fall asleep, or I might do work too so if i'm trying to fit in a session during the day when i can't take a break <laughs> i'll work while i do it and then yeah and so it's very easy and then you're done you just kind of there's some paste on your head typically when you're done so you clean that up and, and done. so it's a pretty simple thing to do which is great and the cool part is is that you can rent or own a system mm-hmm. so which means that you know you can do it in the comfort of your own home which is and to be able to do that so that you don't have to go to a clinic or to a doctor's office or to a um, psychiatrist's office or something like that. You can actually do it yourself. And that's that's a huge, huge benefit. And one thing I love about it because then you do it more often. You know, like I, I – usually what I need to do is like I, I'll set myself a goal. Okay, this month I want to do – one month I said I want to do 30 sessions this month. <laughs> I want to do a session every day. 
can can and, I ask I, why why you're doing sessions? Why why you would what would you were looking to uh to remedy or to uh to help yeah. out? Yeah. Yeah. So originally I did sessions because of the traumas that my family experienced. And uh and then also, yeah, just like I struggled, I will say that I struggled as a single mom, just trying to figure out how to help my kids heal all the, the ways that I was triggered, helping myself heal and, yes. and then all just the responsibilities and of being a single mom and it was like is half an hour away. So I, I'm in the car a lot and driving and just trying to make a living and working and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so yeah. um, just dealing with the life stresses and that's what originally brought me to neurofeedback and then, you know, one of the things that I learned too is just uh, it, you know, you don't have to continue to do neurofeedback, but at the same time, life is life. Yeah. And absolutely. stressors still get thrown at us. <laughs> and, um, and I've never, you know, like when I decided to do 30 sessions in 30 days, I, I hadn't ever really done a large number of sessions in, in one chunk of time before. And the, my friend had suggested like, he should really try this. And it was, it was amazing. It was really amazing. In fact, it, I, I really felt a deeper spiritual connection yes. from that experience. And now, so kind of, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I, yeah, I'll just add that like one of the ways that neurofeedback is, is explained, there's a trauma specialist. His name is Bessel van der Kolk. And he wrote the book, The Body Keeps the Score, which is a very, very well-known book in the trauma circles. Can and, you spell that name? Uh, Bessel. B-E-S-S-E-L. Uh-huh. And then, um, and I always forget the A's and the O's, but I think it's V-A-N and then D-E-R, D-E-R, and then K-O-L-K. Okay. Bessel van der Kolk. Very, very good book. Highly Sounds like it. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like amazing. So book. it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a lot about how trauma goes into our body and stays there and is stored there. And uh, so he says that neurofeed, so I read about neurofeedback in his book actually when it originally came out. I started trying to find out more about it and, and then yeah. found this friend of mine. And he says that, uh, that, that neurofeedback is like, um, uh, meditation on steroids it's it's really okay. the experience so that's why i would continue i continue to do neurofeedback is because yeah. we always can benefit from from um uh meditation and Absolutely. so yeah and so it, it it gives that kind of result to your nervous system it calms down your nervous system it actually regulates the different systems in your body it it doesn't i shouldn't say it that way it um it gives your body information that allows it to self-regulate uh, because we, we have a, an instinct to, to be in. Yes. Our, we, yeah. Our, our nature wants to be in homeostasis. So it gives your, your, your brain the information that the, your brain can make those decisions on its own of like, Oh, I want to go to homeostasis. So I'm going to start to shift things in a different direction. Nice. Are you are you aware of any long term positive effects that the that the uh, modality brings or can offer? Yeah, um, calming down the central nervous system. 
for sure. So, yeah. so you're, so I, I think, so I've seen, for example, two, you know, people with PTSD, um, having major, major shifts and, and the, sh the shifts that happen are, are permanent, but again, life can keep throwing stuff at us. And so Absolutely, we can, yeah. we can still need it. So, so the, the, the benefit of it is long-term. Uh, I've seen children who, uh, started speaking like that, you know, the, in our group with the kids with autism, we do have a number of people who their children verbal and then they started yeah. doing this and they started speaking oh, and wow. th that that i actually see quite frequently which is really amazing yeah to see is. that kind of effect yeah um and things like focus and attention is a big one um that 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 increases uh the sense of resiliency increases you know like when life hits you it doesn't feel as big or hard right when yeah. you can regulate better yes. so all of those all of those are permanent for sure um it's just that all the new stuff <laughs> keeps getting thrown at us <laughs> is it is it still us. kind of is it still kind of brand new or is it as far well, as like the uh, just the awareness and it being out there well neurofeedback was developed in the 20s interestingly enough by a german psychologist so it's after a while, yes. It's, yeah, it's been out there for a long time, but it's kind of. And originally, it was used like in spiritual circles with meditators and um, gurus would use it. Oh wow! And, okay. Yeah, and so it really hasn't been until more recently that there's been more research around PTSD and ADHD, especially and sleep and a lot of a lot of other things. So that people yeah. are, are really opening up to, oh, okay, this is actually um, a proven thing that actually it's evidence-based that works well. So, yeah, it's well, that quite was incredible. kind of how I, I, I heard a little bit about it was through the spirituality circles there, you know, yeah. and it, this, there was this, this device that was able to kind of, it, it equaled uh, meditation or someone who was, you know, like a, it equaled that of like a, a yogi who would get into a meditative state, you know, that it yeah. was just that it was that soothing that that healing yeah i'm listening i'm like that just this sounds just so incredible because it's like there's just so much that can be achieved when the body's like at a homeostasis level that it's like mind-blowing oh, like the body totally. can heal itself in so many different ways but that is incredible yeah. I, i'm glad that yeah. uh, that you were sharing this because i mean I, I love hearing and talking about modalities because it's i mean we're definitely at a day and age where it's just it's, it's time for people to stop suffering already you know there's no oh need oh my we gosh can yes do with whatever we can get our hands on for now and then when we can get at the our hands on the bigger stuff then we do that but like let's just heal you know as, as a family as a group as a as a people yes you know? totally and but, yeah, yeah, one of the things just to kind of help understand like the the meditation piece and and the neurofeedback, one of the things that's happening is this there's this feedback loop that's that is developed. And the system is reading the brain at 256 times per second. And then yeah. this the system will give uh, basically, I mean they're just called short pauses. They sound almost like, so you're listening to music or you can listen to, a, you can watch a movie too on the system. And let's just say you're listening to music. There'll be these short, they all kind of sound like static 
but, but they're not irritating and not to the point that they're irritating. <laughs> yes. And, but it, what it does is that it's, it's enough that it wakes the brain up to itself and it interrupts a dysregulated pattern because our brain is constantly, even, you know, in our subconscious brain, especially is constantly reviewing all these old patterns and, and even our dysregulated, unhelpful dysfunctional patterns it just keeps reviewing them over and over and over again and then we keep we keep repeating them in reality right god yes yeah and so what this does is it this brain activity and then it's and then it, it creates these interruptions in the pattern to the brain so the brain can actually create something different it's just beautiful wow and it's in some ways we laugh because in some ways it's like it's cheating <laughs> like i don't have to sit here for 20 hours and meditate i get to cheat and do neurofeedback <laughs> um, yeah i I, yeah. I thought about that too you know it's like well isn't that kind of like fast tracking in a way but i mean ultimately where we're at now i think it uh, it, it adds to it you know it's it's a plus it's on the plus side i think we can free minds from like you know just trauma and all this excess baggage that have culminated over the years that we can start to like just get freer yes. thinkers people thinking about yes. different stuff you know yes better ideas more loving ideas just a, a just a broader concept you know yeah yeah for sure and the brain will only shift uh that it can right like the it's not forcing the brain to sh- to shift in any particular way it's just sort of i mean one of the ways i think of it is inviting the brain it's like oh let's put an interruption here and see if the brain wants to do something different or not and so the brain then decides if it wants to do something different based on its desire to reach homeostasis so it, it it's a yeah. very gentle a non-invasive approach and i i, I do want to share too that there there is like this is one form, it's called dynamical neurofeedback. There is a whole other branch of neurofeedback that is um, is very different and it actually is much more, hey, we want the brain to, sh- to do something different here. We're gonna um, calm down the amygdala, for example. And it's um, it's much more, we, we think of it as being invasive. It's much more, um, giving the signals of what the brain is supposed to do rather than Mm -hmm. inviting the brain to move in a certain to inviting the brain to do what it wants to do but interrupting the cycle if that makes sense yeah so just and i think it's important for people to know that not all neurofeedback is the same and i mean the 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 cycle of in terms of a feedback loop is very similar but it's sort of like are the differences is are you forcing uh, and pushing, are you pushing the brain to do something or are you inviting the brain to do something? And uh-huh. it's yeah. important to kind of get that understanding so that you're having good conversations if you are talking to somebody who, because there's neuro, there's a lot of neurofeedback out there now. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, yeah, and most definitely. You, know, you start, I, yeah, I start to see a lot more of it coming up on my feed, just random stuff. And I'm like, okay, what is that? You know? Yeah, but you yeah. know, I thank you for uh, for specifying that too because that that is that is cool to do that to go to have, to have that kind of information at hand. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes we can make a uh, a judgment too quickly sometimes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, I've seen some of your posts, and I don't know if uh, well, I'll just ask. I mean, do you feel like you're awakening to a different, uh, just a different type of a 
scenario going on right now, just in life and in general. In in the world in general? Yes. Actually, yeah. yeah, I guess in a broader term, there you go. Yeah, I, I I definitely do. You know, I see I see more and more people um connecting with their intuition. Mm-hmm. I see more and more people like with a desire to let the light in. Um, I see, yeah, I see more and more people wanting to open their hearts as well. And, um, and really, and actually, and take, you know, action that's meaningful, right. Of just like not being on, you know, in, on the hamster wheel or in the matrix or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. <laughs> like, what do you call it? That's, um, I guess it depends on who I'm talking with, but yeah, I, we totally okay. get the matrix, um, yeah. the matrix piece for sure. Uh, but I also don't like to, I don't like to, I love to meet people where they're at Yeah, uh, as well. And, uh, because I, I, I value connection and, mm-hmm. and that's part of what connection is. Cause if I'm talking a different language than somebody else, it's just, it's hard to connect. Right. Absolutely. And so, so that piece is important to me. And that's a beautiful attitude to a beautiful perspective to, to uh, side to be on with that, because uh, just people sometimes have a tendency to get a little bit, you know, aggressive or, yeah. you know, well, I don't, I don't want, you know, I don't want to go too far on that side, but just, just having a more loving, open approach and welcoming, I think is going to make it, make it a, just a better experience all around and make it that much more enjoyable for people in the process. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I, for me, it's just like, I, it's me. <laughs> Like I just, I'm so clear on like when I learned and understood about what connection is and how, what gets in our way of connection. And because we all have things, you know, when we get triggered or we have a big feeling, we have a harder time connecting too. Right. Yeah. Um, and so, and, and realizing how we can actually use our attention for the benefit of mankind, of humankind that, the, that there's a huge power in that and how we use our attention. Um, and so I've just gotten a lot of clarity around oh, this is just who I am and that's my role. Cause I, I also do see that sometimes there is a role for other people who here just to like, you know, maybe lead a, an idea or a concept and speak that out. And even though it might be uncommon or might ruffle a bunch of feathers, And, but that's also needed, right? Like to have it when these new impulses come into the world, like I feel like that's happening now. And I think it's such an exciting time for that, that there, that there are people who want to, who, you know, they get to shout that from the rooftop. And for some people, um, and that's just, that's just not my role, but I, I also value that other role too. Yeah, because I think there's I think there's a need for all of it because I see where they they're open space for us for other people to walk into. Now I have a question about your self care. Can we talk about that? Yeah, sure. What is what does your self care look like, dear? Oh, I love that. <laughs> Sorry to be nosy, and it's not it's not <laughs> even like really to put you on the spot. It's I, I it's a really a topic I love sharing with people because it's I think it's cool. To like you know, well, what do you do? I like to do this. Yeah. It's kind of like share, a sharing back and forth, if you will. Yeah. You know, because yeah, you yeah. can always get ideas and inspired. 
Well, and plus, I, I love to yeah. hear people like taking care of themselves too. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I, um, I, I, since I was in Costa Rica, I had this big heart and yoni opening actually. Oh, nice. And yeah, and and there's there's something that's shifted in a massive way around self care, and I I actually don't think a lot about self care anymore. Uh huh. Shifted in me is much more like I've I don't know I've shifted into like falling in love with myself and observe and, and getting to be the experiencer of that. Bravo. And- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So then because of that, self-care just happens, right? When, when, you, when you just are so in love with being able to nurture yourself or have a sensation or, God. Uh, you know. I love that you're, like, I love that you're talking wind. about this. Yes. <laughs> I love that you're talking about this. Please, please take your time and, and delve into that. I mean, as, as deep as you can, because I think that's important. That's it's just such huge. an amazing place. It is. It is. Please. Yes. Go, go on, I'm, please. I've never had it at this level before, but, you know, it's just like stopping in the middle of a sentence because, I don't know, like you hear the wind in through the trees or you hear a bird because, and you, because you want to enjoy the experience because you get to feel yourself enjoying the experience. So you're the experiencer and the observer at the same time. Or that's what yeah. I'm, what I'm getting to enjoy right now with myself, and so, yeah, it's just the whole and the whole thing feels good. So whether I'm kind of rushing around because I have to go pick up my kids from school, it's it's still oh, this is what I get to experience and have, and then recognizing okay, I I am feeling the need to slow down, or I'm not feeling my breath right now, and so taking the time. So, so what's happened, I think the most with me is I'm having so many moments where I'm getting to just stop and say, wow, isn't this a miracle? Just like this moment. Look, you know, I'm, I'm washing, I'm standing, I'm washing dishes. (laughs) (laughs) I'm breathing. Like this is this very very moment and getting to like love this moment this miraculous moment that's happening and it doesn't have to be and it can be me washing the dishes it can be me driving to pick up my daughter it can be me walking in because I love to be in nature it's one of my most favorite things and I'm so clear about how much it feeds my soul and so it could be out in nature it can be talking to someone that I've never talked to before or someone I'm just meeting for the first time and yeah it's just falling in love with the experience of myself and I I don't know how else to explain it and this is so new for me actually because but but I can feel like inside my body I can feel the vibration now and that is also like so incredibly new and so sometimes I just stop and I just wow feel that that's i'm just gonna sit here and enjoy that feeling (laughs) yeah yeah no that's amazing that's it's a beautiful place to be yeah it it is so and it transcends words you know there's there there's no way to explain it after a certain point it's just something that one has to experience yeah totally and i i i feel blessed to have to have this in my life now um and so 
like for me, self care is really about moving into self love. And then when you have that deep connection with yourself and the planet and everything in it, because we're, because we're all one, right? Like you can't yeah. have love is expansive. And so when you truly feel that the self care just happens because you can't wait to like, Oh, I'm so happy just to, you know, meditate, or I'm so happy to do neurofeedback, or I'm so happy to take a bath or what, or take a walk in nature. Uh, and, and the, the shift too has been, and what I've realized and this happened also in Costa Rica is that this energy is regenerative and it's, it's endless, it's infinite. And it's, and so when I really learned and, and, and tapped into this and not that I tried to tap into it, I, I actually had this experience of like coming home to the mother and then the mother coming into me. And it was a, it was a physiological experience. Yeah. And that regenerative energy lives inside of me now. Um, it is just the most exquisite and that then that's the word that's always around in my head is like this is so exquisite that's a choice word yeah it's a beautiful word and so yeah just having so so many moments like that throughout the day that's my self care right like it doesn't get any better than that as far as i'm concerned. <laughs> Absolutely. I would imagine that would enhance all your relationships all around as well. Yes, for sure. Yep. It absolutely does. Because there's such an alchemy that goes on inside of the spiritual realm that if we're doing these certain things and we're in allignment, oh my God, the things that happen are just unbelievable. Yeah. All coincidences, all miracles, you know? Yeah. And you sound like you're smiling or like you're kind of laughing right now as you're speaking. And I think (laughs) that's that's wonderful, you know? Yeah, it makes me giddy. Like it really, it really does. It should. Yeah, yeah, life should do that, you know. And it's it's time we have better, you know, not better, but we have more uh, informed teachers that can like actually show people how to do that themselves, you know, so we can start being uh, just a happier people. Because again, I'm all all for the uh, the suffering just stopping and coming to a halt, you know. Yeah. Down to chip away at it, you know, one one person at a time, or like just do whatever it takes to get in there and do it. Yeah, but now people people can reach or they can contact or see or check out you check you out on online correct yes um do you, do you have go, an instagram do you have an instagram uh i do site? i do have instagram i I'm, i would say i'm not as active on instagram as i am on facebook that's kind of my main platform mm-hmm. uh but it's it's Kristen zuzak is my my name on Facebook and on Instagram is K-R-I-S-T-E-N-N-E. And then the last name is spelled Z-U-Z-E-K. So it's kind of a unique spelling. And, um, and I have a, uh, I had, do have a website for the parenting stuff as well for people who want to, I actually, I don't, I don't keep it up to date so much, Mm -hmm. but there's some information there in terms of how the packages that I have that, that is, it and that's parenting by connection with Kristen Zuzak is that website so they could always look that up too but the best way is to messenger me or Instagram do a yeah some kind of DM or PM or whatever they're called (laughs) 
<laughs> now you're, you're always coming out with content on your Facebook feed there. Where does that come from? Is that stuff that's kind of you, you're reviewing information you're reviewing from your, your experience or is it uh, something that's just currently happened or does it come from everywhere? Yeah, it's, it's usually my experiences and I, I've always been a deep thinker like, and trying to like understand why do certain, why do certain things happen or why do I behave this way or why does someone else behave this way or, um, you know, or what if I expand my life, what happens and, and what, what, what happens if I try a new practice? And so uh, I, I love to experiment. I think life is a beautiful, amazing place to experiment. And so I do a lot of that in my, in my regular life. And the content just comes from my experiences typically, or my, you know, it might be a download too, where I'm just, it's whatever thoughts come into my mind. Or, and I like to write. And I like to speak. So both of those are really fun for me. So yeah, it's really, it's really fun, mostly real life. <laughs> and I like to be raw. Like I yeah. have a practice. So, like I meditate twice a day. So, I mean, there are things that are sort of, these are things that are my touchstones in life. I meditate twice a day. I also do. So I, I, I do have lots of places of quietness in my life. I spend at least an hour in nature every day, if not more. Very nice. And Very nice. I... You live close I, by close by someplace really beautiful there? Because I've seen that like some of your videos and like there's just always amazing rocks and like little, little waterfalls coming down. Yes, I do. I do live nearby a, a place uh, that has a lot of it's a big park it's a city park actually oh is it oh wow uh, yeah well it's i think it's it's run by the city but i actually think it's owned by the army corps of engineers is what i learned recently oh, wow. um <laughs> so it's pretty big and it's beautiful and there's a lot of beautiful birds there especially yeah it looks amazing and, yeah and um, it's there's a couple of creeks that run by and there's three lakes there and uh there's a lot of yeah a lot of beauty there for sure. So I spend some time there every day. And I also, so I get lots of quiet and that is helpful. And I know that's helpful for me. And then I also do something called listening time, which is a, a way to exchange an adult, um, more of the, it's kind of a place where you put your or your challenges and it's a place you can like have a, um, have a temper tantrum <laughs> or a cry, you know, like the, it's a place to put your big feelings. And you're I, doing it with, with a person, with another person. Yeah. You do it with another, another caring adult. Yeah. And it has a structure and it has guidelines to it as well, but it's, it's really about holding space for someone's big feelings. So that's okay. what the list, the list is. So one person talks, the other person listens, you have a timer the person who's listening yeah. can't can't give advice, can't judge. They're not supposed to judge, um, and so they're just really holding space for that person's big feelings, and they're they're witness to that person's big feelings. Very and nice. yeah, and so it's it's a place where I learn a lot about myself, right? And I unwind yeah, that have been stuck in me, right? And so yeah. that's something I am doing every week as well, multiple times a week, typically. It depends, but um, it's a something. Where do you meet people like that? 
So it actually stems, I learned it from my, from my parenting program. I I learned it from my my parenting program and that, because it's a core piece of how if parents want to provide, show up with presence and deliver their love to their children, you know how I said, I said, frustrated or angry or guilty or, you know, we can't feel very well and we can't be present very well and we can't deliver our love very well. And so if we have a place to put those feelings in listening time and listening partnership, then we can show up and I'm using lots of hand gestures here, but <laughs> I can see them. I can see them. Okay, great, great. Then we can show up with our children with much more presence and the ability yeah. to deliver our love. So that's where it, that's where I learned about it. It's actually in different circles, but I've, um, and I've taught it to oh, thousands of people, I think at this point in time. And it's a very powerful way to support our, just our mental health and emotional health, our spiritual health. It's just, it's a big, that emotional piece is a big part of us. So um, it's a way to really support that in a super healthy way. And it helps to like, it helps to, um, what's the best way to angle our emotional system from who we are? Because Hmm. allow yourself to cry or be angry or get to the abandonment then then you start to see how we've used that feeling to cover up our true self so it, yeah. it's, it's a very powerful powerful way to to support ourselves no that is that is yeah I wanted to, I wanted to jump back on your Costa Rica tri- your Costa Rica trip real Costa sure. Rica trip yes there we go uh, did you do any ceremonies while you were there I did not I did not and I I it was interesting because I I thought about it and I it just wasn't my time I don't know okay. yeah I was really trusting it's I. As I was leaving, it's like, because I, I had this big opening that I had was at the very end of my trip. And yeah. after that, oh, it's time for ceremony. Like, yeah, it was, it's, it's really interesting how, and I'm, I'm, I really, part of my intention for going to Costa Rica was to connect with my intuition. And so I'm, I'm, how to listen to that more and follow it more. How would you describe that journey, if I can ask? Oh, with the intuition. Yeah, just kind of like you've got this thing inside of you that's like all for you, about you. And now it's like you have to learn how to trust this thing that's been a part of you for so long that right. has always had your best interest, you know? I mean, I know yeah. for me, it's like I, was just, I still to the, I still to this day, I'll like it'll be like a little, you know, a little that little person that pops up the cloud type of thing that pops up it's but it's briefly now because like i i can you know i i understand it a lot better now yeah but yeah see that's a great question because it's definitely i feel like i'm at the beginning of this this deep journey and i i had been asking for a long time actually like how do i connect with my intuition more and um I, yeah, I feel like I, some things came to me, but not to the level where I really was hoping for, and which is fine. Yeah. And, um, but then I had this opening. And so in Costa Rica, 
And I I feel like like you hear all the time like all the wisdom that we ever need to know is within you and yes. i feel like I, I i i know that now like there's a knowingness of that now whereas before i'd be like oh that's so cool i can't wait to experience it <laughs> <laughs> what, but yeah. and um but i at the same time it's how do i live in this world and keep that clean and clear and open and accessible to myself. How do I, and that's, that's where my work is right now. How do I, how do I do that on a regular basis? And it's, it's interesting. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I feel more connected than I have ever in my life. And I feel like I am listening uh, yeah. more than ever that I have in my life. I also feel sometimes old patterns come in like that doesn't make any sense or why would you do that? Or do you really have the money for that? Or, you know, like doubts or limiting beliefs. Um, and at, at this point I feel pretty comfortable maneuvering through that and going, okay, I hear you and see you. And, and um, I just don't need your voice right now. And I can maneuver through that. Um, but it's a journey and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm in the middle of that. I'm in the middle of it is all I can really say. I, I really don't know where it's leading me right now, yeah. but I've, I just have more going than I ever have in my life. And I'm, and it's interesting because when I got back from Costa Rica, I was, I, the first time I went back to this park that we just talked about, I came upon a rattlesnake and, mm -hmm. um, and I was like, wow. You know, I know there's symbolism here. I was yeah, actually too, too afraid. I was too afraid to look it up. <laughs> so, so, and I, I actually like had a moment with this rattlesnake and I, I, um, I sat there for like two minutes and it was in the middle of the trail and I sat there like right next to it, like two feet away. And, um, just cause I almost ran it like ran on it. And, and oh, I stopped wow. and then I, I took a step back. So I was only two feet away from it, which is definitely within striking distance, but it didn't move and I didn't move. And I had zero fear, like no fear. And I was like, wow, I was just caught up in the beauty of this rattlesnake actually. <laughs> nice. And then I'm like, okay, I should keep going here. And then I, I, I was like, can I walk in front of you? I just told it what I was going to do. And I just walked in front of it just a couple of feet away and and then continued and it didn't move the entire time. And so. Very um, nice. Well done. It was pretty amazing. And then every, almost every day that I've been there, I've seen garter snakes as well. Yes. And I, in that park, I only see a garter snake. I've never seen a rattlesnake. I've seen a garter snake maybe once every six months. And now it's almost every day. So <laughs> I'm like, okay. Stuff is definitely happening here. <laughs> okay, I'm listening now. Because today, this morning actually was the morning I looked up like the meaning of, of snakes and, and seeing snakes in your path. Oh, you got in there, and, huh? Okay. I, I did. <laughs> I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm ready. So like, right? Like there's this yes. the knowingness inside of us, but are we ready for it? Absolutely. That's and, always the case. Right. And so it's the uncovering of, you know, of our own readiness and and our trusting of being able to do that. And so that's where, that's just 
right where I'm at right now. And it's a, it's a beautiful, amazing journey for sure. Now, a moment ago, you talked about limiting beliefs. Can we expand on that a little bit more? Yeah. I know for me right now, I'm in a, uh, um, I'm just in, in a, in a, I'm in a mode of becoming based. I can't even say I'm anywhere in particular, but the whole, just letting the, the false beliefs and all that go is, is gotten a lot easier now, but yeah. it'll still try to pop up, you know, rear its, 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 uh, its ugly head, which it, it doesn't really affect me, but I know that just being human, it's, you know, there's still some like, you know, residual, if you will, but yeah. for you, it, do you, do you still, um, do you combat, you know, certain things popping up in your head that like are contradicting at this point? Yeah, I, I, you know, I, I would say the same thing as my experience right now, especially since I have this, since coming back from Costa Rica and this opening that I've had, it feels very easy. Uh, Did you feel like king of the mountain when you got back from Costa Rica? king of the mountain that's an interesting did you feel like yeah like you like you like achieved uh, something like you know because it just seemed like you just brought back so much it was unbelievable uh, like the pictures I, like the way you were coming up was just i was like yeah woman has changed what I, I i felt like pure love that's all i could really the oh that, that's that's a better it. one that's a that's a better just like most definitely i i just felt like pure love um you were yeah. a clear channel huh yeah it's pretty remarkable and so, yes, I, I have limiting beliefs that come in and right easy to sort of just, and, and I actually don't like, I don't look at them as being negative or bad. Yeah. I, I, I actually look at them as being like sort of a reminder, a reminder of where I've come from, a reminder of what I, you know, my, my experiences might have been a reminder of what other people are probably experiencing. Yes. And, and, and I, and I, I bless that, you know, I, I, I bless like I humanity, I bless our experiences as human beings. I don't think we need to suffer like we are, but, but Holy cow, like what so many of us have been through. And, yeah. and I, and I, um, like the strength and courage that we have is so crazy remarkable too. And, um, yeah. yeah. And our resilience is incredible. So um, that's just kind of, I don't know. I mean, I don't know why that's where I'm at with that. That's just where I, where, where I am. And um, there's the, the, it's just compassion. It feels like more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you find that um, you, like, because of where you're at now that it's just, it's kind of making everything that you do a lot easier. <sighs> Like three, I mean, yeah, 180 degree turn on that piece. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, it's it's so so different, and um, I'm trying to think of a good way to explain that even because I, you know, I had been working on like being an ease and flow more, but I also I I think part of what can shift, I ask you a question, and I hope it doesn't sound sure. sarcastic. So forgive me. How how does one work on on being easy? You know, because it's kind of like an anti-action, isn't it? To, and I don't want to nitpick words, but I mean, it's like, how yeah. do you, what, what do you, how do you motivate yourself to to not to to just sit still? I guess uh, it's 
to go into the feminine and to be a receiver. Like that's how oh, I, good. Good. Yes. I would okay. work on to ease, uh-huh. an ease and flow. It's like taming the masculine and it's like, okay, I don't need the masculine right now. I need the feminine right now. And I am a receiver and how to practice that. How does that feel in my body? Um, and opening right. my heart, right. And, and feeling worthy and feeling deserving. Like, right. yeah. No, you kind of and, like that. That was like that tied into another question I had where you were talking about masculine and feminine energies. So that was perfect. Yeah. Right there, how you tied into that. Beautiful. Yeah. But yeah, so, no, that's. Go uh, ahead. And, yeah, I was just going to say so, but this opening that I had, this heart and yoni opening was a total feminine opening, right? Yes. So, and part of what came for me as well is, is like, even though I had recognized. I have a masculine and feminine within me. I, uh-huh. I did, I didn't really until Costa Rica recognized like the, how much of my work is about mastering those and marrying those together. Like, ca- like there's calling in my masculine to set limits on me or calling in my masculine to create a structure for me was not something that I had thought about before and was 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 new of like yeah of because i i really was focused on this feminine empowerment and the divine feminine because i mine wasn't that strong like it had it could really use a a lifting up and a raising up and so with all that's happened it's it's welcoming back in actually my masculine and um, so when talking about the ease and flow, I think because my feminine has been uplifted, it just, it is happening naturally without me having to work on it, so to speak. It's uh, because, you know, if I could just sit and enjoy myself in this deep, deep, exquisite pleasure <laughs> without anything having to happen, then re- and ease and flow also just happens because I'm in that energy. And so I'm seeing that in my life all the time now, like constantly. Wow. Now that's amazing. That is so beautiful. You're an amazing person, Kristen. Oh, thank you. So, <laughs> thank you. Are there any, are there any like motivational people that you, uh, you kind of listen, you listen to or that you, uh, you know, it's you so funny because when I went to Costa Rica, I didn't bring anything. I didn't bring any books. I didn't like, and usually I'm, I'm saying to myself, I'm going to study this piece of work or learn about this, learn about that. And I didn't bring anything with me. Well, actually I did bring one book on, uh, it's kind of more about like wealth consciousness and I didn't, I ended up not reading it. And I, there was, it was interesting because there was times I felt guilty about that. I don't know if guilty is the right word, but it was more questioning myself. Like, why did I do that? Like, you know, I'm supposed to be growing and expanding and learning, but coming back, what I realized is that, well, one, you remember how I said, I feel I have the knowingness inside of me now. Everything I need is inside of me and, yes. I, and, and, and I don't need, I don't need more. And it's not that I don't need more education, but what, what, what can happen with us in this society nowadays is we can inundate ourselves with all this knowledge, right? Yeah. 
Hello? Yeah. My apologies. Sorry. I don't know what happened. You know, I, I think it was on my end. A call came in and uh, I think it interrupted the process because I, uh, I declined the call, but I couldn't hear anymore. Yes. Could you could you hear me? <laughs> no, no. And I was hoping okay. maybe it would just, you would come back on, but I didn't want to interrupt you if you were talking. And then I was like, I just have to stop it now. I couldn't hear you. No. Yeah, and I tried to go back and do the link, and it didn't put bring me back in. I don't know why, but anyway, we're back together again. So. Yes, thank you. Good. Sorry about that. No, no worries. Yeah, That's, and I don't. Yeah. I actually I, don't remember where I was with talking either. No, no worries. We were actually we were talking about limiting beliefs. I knew we were starting there, okay. I believe, and you were kind of uh, right. speaking somewhere inside of that. Yeah, it was talking about they seem to be easier um, to not take on limiting beliefs and more ease and flow in life. Um, and I was going to You also share. talked about, you talked about working with male and female energies. No, no, we actually oh, we talked, yeah. we were talking about motivational people. What motivational oh, yeah, yeah. people are you listening oh, to? Oh, yes, right yes, now? yes. That's what it was. So, yes. And so I did not do any, when I went to this nine weeks, which is a huge chunk of time, I didn't listen or do anything. And what I realized is that I needed to spend time like integrating. I needed, if I want to connect with my int intuition, I needed quiet. Like that yeah. is exactly what I needed. And I needed to listen to the trees. I needed to listen to the wind. I needed to listen to the ocean. Like I, that's, that's what my body and my heart and my soul needed. And, and that's what I received. And so I think that um, we always have to be careful. We don't, we don't always need more information. There's so many amazing writers and, um, and great courses out there for sure, but we have to get, because it's the information age, we also need to like uh, allow our, after we take something in to integrate what it is that we're learning. Uh, it's so, so important to do that. And that, that was a big, big lesson for me because I, in my, in my online business community, there is, there is a lot of like you know, watch this video, read this book, blah, 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 blah. And, um, and it's all great stuff. There's no doubt about it, but I uh -huh. can get overwhelmed with it too and not take the time to really reflect on it, that it really integrates into my life. <laughs> yeah, no, there's a, who was it? Uh, Jay Krishnamurti talks about that, just about, uh, knowledge just being just basically data that you've uh, you've consumed that you that you yes. stored in your head you know yes yes but yeah that that, that is a, a very good point to bring up the integration part of it the application the knowing it yeah I mean, and my my um one of my intentions for my trip was embodiment and as well as my intuition so and i a spiritual trip huh 
Yeah, well, yeah, it, it, well, I think everything's spiritual. So absolutely, absolutely, agreed. So and uh, and so I went down there for many, many reasons. And part of it was for my family and my son and my daughter as well. And uh, and so, but yeah, everything's spiritual. And so the things that I asked for, I did receive in 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 abundance for sure, for sure. Very nice. Do you have yeah. plans to go back to Costa Rica? Yeah, it's funny because I've been getting that message. <laughs> and oh, I'm really? like, I'm not really ready to go back. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I came home and my daughter's in a new school and last year of school. And so my my plan or idea was like really, you know, make this year very special for us and be very present with that. And support them through their journeys and helping my son with figuring out what's next for him and all of that too. And, and I will do all of that, but so it wasn't in my radar to go back down there very soon, but that that's actually the message that I'm getting. It's like, yeah, you're actually supposed to go back. <laughs> oh, very nice. So <laughs> it's, yeah. Yeah. So we'll see, we'll see what happens next. <laughs> Now, are you doing? Uh, I'm going to go back to the neurofeedback. Are you still? Are you using that uh, modality right now with yourself or for yourself? Yes. Well, I so I have been in the past. I was my this friend of mine. She's my business partner now. She always use, and uh -huh. I shouldn't say always, but whenever I wanted one, I, I would. She would just have one for me, but she's been very busy and our business has been very busy. So there haven't been any systems. So I just actually ordered one so we can have one at home. Um, and part of it is, is that my son has asked for it and um, it's, it, I think it's going to be really, really valuable to him because one of the things that I saw with him when I did, I did a short number of sessions about a year ago with him uh -huh. and he became more social. Uh, which is a struggle for him. And it's a struggle for wow. a lot of kids right now yeah. because they, they, they haven't been given the same opportunities to be social as they had in the past. Yeah. And yeah. so it's, they, they, you know, if you don't, if you don't receive that opportunity to develop those social, they just don't develop. And so anyway, I'm excited for him to, to, um, to kind of keep going because we didn't keep going with it for a variety of reasons. And yeah. it is part of, it is part of my it, a regular practice. Are your sessions, uh, are they still as frequent or is it lessened? And that's a good question. So, I mean, my system will be here in a few days. <laughs> um, and so my plan right now is probably to do frequent sessions um, because has been a while and I'm you know I'm just toying with the spiritual piece of things and I know that there's things that open up when you use neurofeedback and so I, I'm what I'm not certain of yet is if I'm going to use that to help support me for my own growth and mm -hmm. my own ascension or if if yeah that will be other avenues and I'm, I'm not that piece where are you at with plant medicine? Um, and it's something that I have not done myself, but I'm very, very, uh, that I am being called to at this point. Nice. For sure. Yeah. 
and yeah, and it's funny. And we talk about ease and flow. Um, you know, like that, that was back from Costa Rica. It's like, okay, you know, ceremony, plant medicine, this is something that is really for you here coming up. And, and then an old friend of mine just came into my life <laughs> just yesterday. <laughs> and she's like very connected in that feet in that world. And, um, so anyway, it's just really funny how, so I'm like, okay, um, like let's help me figure out what to do next. And so anyway, that's coming up here in the not too distant future for sure. And I think there's, you know, everything I hear from people that an amazing avenue for growth and expansion. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. There's just so much yeah. research on like the, the, just the benefits that, that come from it, the long-term benefits that are like yep. organic, that are healthy, that are like non-aggressive, you know? Yeah, totally. Yeah. And then like being a traveler like yourself, I mean, I think that's key too, you know? And especially yep. I, I, there's just such a shift going on. You can just see so much just happening and like yes. blossoming right now. It's unbelievable. Yes. But have, have you always been, has that healing aspect about you always been present? Like, like from childhood? You know, it's interesting. Yes, for sure. But have I always listened to it? No. <laughs> I understand um, that most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So I actually graduating from, I mean, I, I think most of my friends recognize that in me as well. And I was always a person who people came to for support and yeah, yeah. And love and generosity. And like, I was always that person. Um, when I, graduated from college I went to in a uh, corporate career path and and it's it's very interesting because I, I I feel like that was a really actually a really good avenue for me and I learned a lot and I also learned like who I can be in that environment yeah um and you know you can every everything is spiritual and you can be a light no matter where you are right no matter what the environment is and so I learned a lot about myself in that, in that space. And, um, and yeah, I, I think it was a really positive, wonderful experience for myself. So now what are your plans now? What are my plans now? That's a really great question. Uh, and if you don't so, have plans, that's cool too. Yeah. 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 It's really, cause I really still feel like I'm integrating back into Colorado. Yeah. And I, I want to take like, I want to take my time. Like that's really a big, um, I'm hearing that loud and clear for myself of taking my time. I'm someone who could push and I have a very strong masculine and I can like, I can see, well, this is what needs to be done. And then I just go and do it. <laughs> yeah. But uh, I, I, that's part of what has been shed and I, and then you go come back into your old environment and it's really important to reintegrate, you know, in a very different way, in a different form. And so I'm being very conscious about how I'm reintegrating back into my life here and who I am and keeping me and holding the space for myself. And that's really where my work is right now, holding space for myself. Um, and yeah, that, that, that's where I'll leave it. Like there's all kinds of possibility after that, but um, that is a fascinating place to be in and of itself. 
No, oh, indeed it is. And it's very new. It's very new for me to do that. So how do you how do you move forward in that? It's uh, it's not it's, it's, you're comfortable in that now at this point. I I am, and then I you know I see moments where it's I'm getting pulled into you know the the busyness of life. I have two teenagers. Yeah, and oh my you know, and they're my my one teen is so busy, incredibly busy, and my other teen, um, he's not so busy, but he is. He does have some pretty pretty significant needs. Yeah, uh, and yeah, so it's it's really listening to my heart. Like that's just the only thing I can really say is just you know at every possible moment listening to my and my body so that embodiment piece was i came into my body right and my connection to mother the mother and listening 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 and i i you know i feel like my whole life has been about listening you know i'm talking a lot on this yeah. show on this podcast no, no. Uh, <laughs> that's that is a superpower right like my super i i yeah. can listen like, like no one I've probably ever met actually before. Like I, I have this huge capacity to listen to pain and to joy and to all kinds of things. And, yes. um, and so, yeah, it's just now is my turn to shift in internal and to listen to the mother, listen to me, listen to my body. And, and the, the, I, I know wisdom in my body and I feel like there's more that I can, I can learn from that, that, I had this opening, but now it's time to like understand it and integrate it. And so it's, it's all about that listening and that's, it's a beautiful place to be. No, that is. How do your, how do your children receive you when you Uh, share some of this information with them and share your good news? Right, right. Um, yeah, it's so it's so interesting with kids, and I, I have beautiful relationships with both of my kids, and very different relationships, right? Like all of our relationships are different, yes. um, you know. And and the also like they have this aspect of themselves that's very modern and very fast paced and very loud and very teen, you know, and very big and expressive. And I allow for all of that, um, which is amazing. So, so how I have to, I have to really think about that question. It's so funny because sometimes I think my kids think I'm a little out there, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, and, and being okay with that. It's so it's always, you know, really like allowing them to be my teachers, but also standing strong in who I am and where I'm going and that dance, you know, like, and yeah, it's a, it's it, that, that is a huge piece of work. It's one reason why I love parenting because it's, it puts us up against, it just puts us up against so much that we wouldn't otherwise get to experience. And I love the experience of it and, um, and the contrast of it. And yeah, it's, 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 it's really, they they are really good at pointing out the pointing out things (laughs) for sure (laughs) (laughs) 
So, and being true to myself and being true to them at the same time. I mean, it's, it's so complicated, isn't it? Raising children. Um, it can be. Yeah. Thank you for, it's, it's not like always complicated by any means, but, um, and so I think for me, it's like continuing to build spaciousness within my heart to hold all that is there for my children and I, and all the contrast. Um, and so it's always like growing that within myself. And that's where I feel like we're at right now. Yeah. Yeah. That is amazing. That is amazing. Can you, can you share with people again, how to, uh, how to find you? I think yeah. I mean, people, people need to get to know you. I mean, you're an amazing person. Oh, thank you. I really appreciate that. I, I can, I, I connect with you so well, cause I see that light in you as well. And so I just find that so beautiful and um, yeah, just so beautiful and, and glorious to be connecting with you in this way. So well, thank you uh, very much. Yeah, no, the yeah. feeling's definitely mutual. And that's yeah. usually how I um how I how I end up meeting people for the podcast is that there's this this resonation that happens. You know, there's kind of just this vibration that just kind of is lifted that I feel like, wow, I'd really like to get to know that person, you know. But again, thank you for your time and spending this time with me. I mean that was an amazing conversation. I mean, I felt that we went we did go deep yeah. enough there. And we, uh, we yeah. brought out some stuff that was really helpful. Yeah. I mean, I, I think that there's healing in, in, in hearing people's stories and just hearing what people have to say, you know, and for yeah. the, yeah. and there's that, that saying too, I mean, it, the seek for this, the seeker will be the finder, you know? And I think yeah. for me, it's like, I always keep that in my head that if someone's really seeking, I, I'm going to be able to, to serve as a, as a, as a beacon of light somehow, some way that if oh, I can't beautiful. do it, send them somewhere that they can find that what they're looking for. Yeah, but I mean, all all the stuff that you offer is amazing. I mean, I definitely want to uh, invite people to go check her out, uh, see what uh, she does and what she's about. She's an amazing person. She's uh, on her journey. She's in the state of becoming and becoming greater yeah. than what she is now. So <clears throat> that um, you said you're not active on the IG page, but you are more so on the Facebook page. Yes. So it's Kristen Zuzak, K R I S T E N N E. And then the last name is spelled Z-U-Z-E-K. And I, I do get my IG messages. So definitely a way that you could um, reach out if IG is your platform that you use for sure. Yeah. And then you said the website's not uh, not that active or it is? It, 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 I keep it active for dates for my uh, support group and also for like packages for people who are interested in doing some parenting work. Um, and so, yeah, it, it has all the pricing and packages that are available and that's Kristen or a parenting by Ken, Kristen Zuzak. Very nice. And yeah. then the, uh, the online business that you do, how do they reach, how does one reach you for that? If they have questions about that? Yeah, they can all do the same thing. Just reach me through Facebook or Instagram, either one. I, I am on uh, like mess Facebook Messenger a lot. So yeah. it's a very easy way to reach me. I will get. Wonderful. <clears throat> well, I won't keep you any longer, but I just want to thank you so much for your time, Kristen. It's been a lovely, uh, lovely time chatting with you here. 
That was so delightful. I loved your questions. I loved your inquiry. It was really a beautiful journey together. Thank you so much. You're very welcome, my friend. And uh, I look forward to talking with you again soon. Yeah, thank you so much. You too. All right. right. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.